0: Hey, what's up? Welcome to the very latest episode of Fuffo and Tips,
1: the podcast where your relatable faves talk everything black Aussie and current. I'm a, oh, I'm Gillian and I'm Mary.
2: The black of the podcast is sweeter than the bank.
0: Everyone, hope you've been okay. Hope you've been well. Welcome to another episode of the Hawaiian Podcast, Isolation Edition. Hope you're going all right. Girls, how's the, how's the COVID crisis treating you?
1: Can't complain, actually. Life's well, all right. I'm being stuck inside. Still have my job, so maybe that's why. Amen. Um, I'm, I'm occupied.
3: Hey, occupied. <laughs> <laughs> She's that too,
0: <laughs> don't worry. Yeah, like, I'm occupied. Oh my gosh, that's too funny. Yeah, that too. So it's been all that, yeah. can't
1: complain. Just been eating, baking. Oh my God, I've been eating so much. It's oh, actually, I'm not healthy. It's, 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 it's getting bad. I've been
2: trying and to do it every now and
3: then. Suck oh, shit. So fast. home workouts shit. They
2: suck ass. Home workouts. Oh, home
3: workouts. What you said oh. home workouts.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think they're hard to maintain. That's why I bought a bike.
1: But do you guys have so like um, weights
2: and stuff? I hands? do, but also I've been bike riding, so that's keeping me active. That's really
3: cute, the bike um, riding. Yeah, I really enjoy it. Good to hear you are exercising and everything. Rebka, how are you?
0: Um, You know what, well, not bad. Realise that I've been told that next semester I'll probably most likely be online as well, so I'm a bit meh about that. Um, I do
1: find it hard to get into a routine
0: studying that? I've got a routine now, but I just really prefer, like, going to the library. I really miss, you know, having a stroll around campus sometimes, even though I'm I'm a very, like, go-to-class, go-home kind of student. Like, I do enjoy, like, the in-between classes, getting a beverage, getting a bevy, you know, (laughs) on your laptop. On your laptop, using that free Wi-Fi. Like, I miss that kind of aspect of
2: being at campus, you know. Do you have actual classes, like, A teacher comes on Zoom, and then you can have conversation with the teacher and stuff like that. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's like a tutorial, like the tutorials are an actual tutorial, and then obviously like the lectures are
2: recorded, and we just listen to them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but yeah, other than that, like I've gotten to, I think
3: we're all kind of getting used to it now. It's just like the new norm.
2: What about you, Vanessa? I'm
3: good. Still got a job, as Mary said. So I feel like I don't have any right to be complaining about anything. There's people in. Worse off situations. I'm a homebody by nature, so this is bliss. I find that hard to believe, but okay. Yeah, that's not a lie. It is not a lie.
0: (laughs) You're doing up drinks, cocktails. (laughs) Anyways.
3: Doing mad on do, Instagram, Instagram here there. I know.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So, what do you mean, homebody? Your okay. I do.
3: Home. I do like. I do like. You know, checking out the latest spot, going out. But I, by nature, I, li- I'm, I'm in my cocoon. The only thing is, my mum has been driving me bloody bonkers. Apart from hey. that, oh my gosh! Why well, was she telling you to go and blow the bunku? <laughs> <laughs>
2: what is she or or oh, screaming that. through your um meet, work meeting. Yeah,
3: exactly. Just quarrelling a lot more than usual. I love her, but you know she's a headache as well. So
1: again, guys, we're in our uh, coronation. So unfortunately, our sound is a bit shabby. But um, yeah, as you can understand, we're just doing it through Skype. So bear with us.
3: I wanted to say a big thanks to everyone who engaged and participated in our latest giveaway yes girls yeah i I should have
1: you know that organic sugar does not play like they really i know even mary entered the the
3: dumbass (laughs) (laughs) mine too (laughs) i know what those products do so i was like shit let me give myself a chance
1: obviously i can't win but yes (laughs) they're really great um products i have the she
3: butter. Oh, sorry. The she oil. Oh,
1: I have that too. That? Yeah, yeah. she
3: oil. Um, I just, I did just order the spray and the. Yeah, that looks like the kit. The kit that we just basically did the giveaway for. Yeah, because we good. went to
1: Chrissy and she. Chrissy Zamura. Um, Yeah, Yeah, that's right. And she used that on my hair and I was like, oh, my gosh. But she was out of products, unfortunately.
3: Did she use a spray on your hair, Chrissy? Why didn't you use it on (laughs) me? Wow. What a loser. But, yeah, it really did um, bring some new life.
1: Yeah. And I think
3: the uh, the amazing thing with her products is, like, she proper – there's nothing wrong with doing things in your kitchen, but she actually gets hers tested and she's got all the technical knowledge behind her as well. So yeah. sometimes it's not every day, you know, just put water and bloody olive oil in a bottle and spray. I don't even I don't <laughs> even so know if correct. that's a concoction. <laughs> yeah, <I think>. Clearly <laughs> I'm arranging my hair. But no, her products are really good and who doesn't love a black, black owned Aussie business? Yeah, so,
0: that's right. So thanks again everyone for entering. Big thanks to you guys for sending in all your questions for our last episode. Yes. We really enjoyed recording that one um clearly you guys did enjoyed listening to it um we were you know blown away by the response we're definitely going to try again so keep on sending those questions we're going to record some more um you know questions
3: episodes with that kind of stuff again so thanks thank you very much speaking of curious cat we actually did get a question that inspired this week's episode so the question was what is aussie black culture Slang, clothing, music, etc. Super interested in how y'all have shaped Australian culture and also created your own unique culture. That's a really, really good question. I think it's also a very loaded question. I don't think it's a simple yes or no. Actually, wait, wait, wait. Before we get into that, I actually want to test how Aussie you guys really are. Oh my gosh. Uh, Give me a second. Give me a second. Ooh, found one. Okay. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna say Australian slang word. Oh my gosh! And you, 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 have to tell me the exact meaning, not a version oh, of on. your own interpretation. Oh, the proper out. meaning in English. So there has to be the first to answer. Just answer first. Whoever gets it, remember your score. And don't cheat because I can see you. Um. And whoever loses has to edit this episode what? nah <laughs> yeah, alright bro nah. You're,
2: <laughs> you're a joker <laughs> this bitch
3: is delusional like, right she was getting oh. so excited like someone's gonna oh, take it you know. nah, I know anyway, nah go. man anyway <laughs> go let's start goon, Ooh, goon. The, oh the oh, wine, the,
0: the wine oh. that comes oh. in a cast Mine in a box from the bottle it I comes in a, it in a little way. yeah
3: I, I okay I didn't know that oh my god I feel like that's half a point. The actual meaning, it just says cheap wine.
0: No, I, thought that's yes. I didn't feel like that's inaccurate. I really feel like it's Goonies specifically. That... No, green is specifically, the wine that comes in a box, specifically, I feel. Okay, fine. No, you like get, that a you get a though, point, get a point All right, ready? Next one. Swag. Wife and girlfriend? No, wait, jokes are jokes. I'm cutting school. No.
3: G- swag.
0: Swag. 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 That's oh, Australian said, oh, swag. swag.
3: Yeah, I swear I do. Oh, oh a
0: little, little bag. Oh, a like, 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 little bag. Yeah, bags?
3: yeah, yeah. What do you mean, a little bag? What does that mean? Yeah.
0: A little, um, yeah, b- b- uh, Bush Rangers oh, or whatever. I some have a Billy Song or
1: something.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the
3: Billy um, Swag or well, whatever. I'm Matilda.
0: I'm singing Matilda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh in boy, little boy, bag, Matilda.
3: Okay, the real answer is it just says a single bag you can roll up, so like a sleeping bag. Yeah, I said yeah. that. Oh, all, all right, done. so Rebka gets that. Get nah, Rebka gets that. Rebka gets yeah. that. Mate, Next... I'm so not Aussie, man. Yeah, not <laughs> yeah, Clearly. Next one is Koba. All right, me old Koba. Oh, what?
1: my gosh. I've seen this, but I don't know what I it is. Koba, Koba, so
3: no one knows?
1: <laughs> Koba. Rebka, no. If you're a okay. speaker, go and come. <laughs> uh,
0: I <don't> <laughs> you're Australian, I have no idea what
3: it is. Very it? good friend. Really? Oh, I've oh,
0: never what? heard of that
3: one. Yeah, never I've heard never of heard that one. Okay, I'll give you an easy one. Bloody oath.
0: It means like,
1: oh my goodness.
3: Yeah. No, it it's like
1: an expression, like oh. I'm No,
3: but what is it? Yeah,
1: think
0: of Alf when he says in Home and Away. Say it again. Say it again.
3: Bloody oath. Oh
0: yeah, it's an, ex- it's an expression of like disbelief or surprise. And after your means face. Yes, it means
1: yes, or is it, or it's true. Yeah, but it also can be an expression. But like wait, wait, wait.
0: wait, do wait. But don't you think it's, that's the meaning? The but where.
2: Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Like, that's what it means, but that's not how it's used. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> see? Because I've never
3: heard anybody go bloody earth to like agree with something. Fine. Yeah. So, Gillian, you still haven't got any of so your. Mate, I told you I'm not Ozzie, We already that. know. Next one is Broly. Umbrella. Uh, umbrella. Hey, Gillian. <laughs> one Fine. for you. She was first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, chock-a-block. Oh, completely stuffed and full. Yeah, a block full. like can really... Start. Yeah, okay. Traffic okay. with chocolate. You all got that one. Guys, you all got that one. No,
1: obviously, I got it first, so go ahead. <laughs> Give me my point, nigga.
3: <laughs> Next one. Danny. Oh,
1: toilet. Toilet.
3: Hey, Mary got that one again. Fair income. Oh, yeah. Um, Bloody yo. Yeah, yeah you're using like, yeah. them interchangeably. Um, what percent. are you talking about? I feel like that's a
2: agreement, oh, agreement as well. An agreement yeah. as well. Yeah.
3: yeah. People call it fair income. Yeah. 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 That's
0: fair income. Yeah. Legit. Legit. You yeah. know.
3: Yeah. Honestly, really. So Mary, you were not right. I give that one oh, to okay, Rebecca off, and Gillian. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Piece of piss. Peace. <laughs> oh, <What? easy. laughs>
1: means Is it easy?
3: Yep. No? Mary got go. Uh,
1: as in, piss
3: easy. Piss of piss. Yeah, oh, yeah, piss exactly. Oh. But it says, piece of piss. Mm. Second last one, stiffy. Hard on boner. Yes. <laughs> of
0: course you're there. <laughs> <laughs> fucking wayward.
3: <well> <laughs> this last one, buff, this is easy ass. Whoop whoop.
0: Or out oh, out out of the middle of nowhere. nowhere yeah. We used the Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I
1: thought you
2: were gonna use um, Ar- say Avo as well.
1: And servo and all that, but that's yeah. like just abbreviations. Yeah,
2: exactly. But still, so, not
1: right.
0: uses them. Yeah, I think um, there are more like specific ones to Sydney or Western Sydney, like more urban ones, like the word the word chat or like that so chat. Have you heard of that? Oh, that's yeah, so you,
3: like, yeah. Chat.
0: Have you heard of that? Yeah, but this chat yeah, is, um. True. Or like he's a
3: gronk. Isn't yeah, I was about, bronc, about to say gronk. Isn't that a national word? Well, I, I don't know. It's more modern.
2: Yeah, more
0: modern. So say
1: when like when I was Zaki. in Melbourne. Yeah. yeah, when I was in Melbourne, and then I'd be like, oh yeah, gronk, and they'll be like,
2: what?
3: So yeah, gronk's true. True. WA did have their own too. Like um, that's so rank. I don't think we say that. Oh uh, no, we say, exactly. <laughs> we say that. We say that. We say that. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we say yeah. rank. I've heard rank. Oh, I love Aussie slang. I freaking love it. So, getting back to the original curious cat. Hey, curious. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Curious cat question: What is Aussie black culture? What is African Australian culture? I don't
0: think that's defined. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think I don't think it actually exists as of
1: yet. I feel like they're a fairly new migrant community in the scheme of things africa as a whole is so diverse as well when you go from country to country even from region to region within that country tribe to tribe like it's even that concept of african australian culture like merging the two it's uh, it's a, a heavy one yeah. so then how do yeah.
3: how do black
0: brits because they've been there for so long, they've been able to find commonality. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And Like Jamaicans and Nigerians and all of them people, they're so different. It's taken yeah. them time, so much time. Even now, sometimes there's issues between them. But, like, it's taken them time to form that common culture that, that's, that requires being in the same environment
2: for a long time. But even think of historical timeline, like um, Windrush started from the 50s. Um, And then you think of like African migration to the UK, like I have an uncle, well, my mum's uncle, who's lived in the UK for the 60s, since the 60s. So just imagine the generations that are through that. And then think of Australia where white Australia policy was only abolished in 1970 or like early 1970s. And then our parents and stuff like that started coming in the like late 70s to 80s and whatnot. We're really fresh, like so fresh. And then think of now the new wave of Africans that have now come in. If you think of how like a massive amount of Sudanese people came in and as well as like Sierra Leonean librarians because of the civil war. So we're still trying to figure all that out together. And I think it's still going to take us time. Like it's probably going to be two generations of our kids before we can be like, yeah, we truly have. Um, African Australian culture, or like where we'd really be able to go out and say I'm African Australian, everyone will be able to get it. Just like how you know, if you meet other British people and they're like, oh, I'm Black British, you're kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, you get it. Or if someone says they're African American, even though that's that's a totally different situation, mm. but mm. you understand there's like his his history that's all behind it, and we're we're still building that history for us.
0: Yeah, because even with the other migrant communities, it's it's only now like. in the last ten years I wanna say that like people like Lebanese people have a true like is what it means to be like a Leb Australian, like they have their own little accent, they have their own like areas that are like, yeah, this is like a really Leb area or or Arab area. And they're and they're they've been here for time. So it takes
2: ages. The Italians. It takes ages. The Italians, the Greeks, the Chinese, Chinese, like the Chinese coming during um like gold rush, those type of things. So like they've had time to like integrate or assimilate or to do whatever to create their own mm. culture but we don't even have that and as mary said like we're all so different as well like just for us to even figure out how we live in harmony as like africans let alone then integrate into australian culture there, there's so many levels to that
1: yeah
0: but you know i, I will say that like we're living in a time that i feel like the process might might be quickened because we're more globalized than ever, and we're more um we're more eager to be, like, quote-unquote unique than ever, as opposed to, like, back in the day, if you ask a Brit, they'd be like, oh, they all used to beg, like, American accents and stuff. It's only recently started, they started being kind of proud of it, you know what I mean, with, like, mm-hmm. social media. Like, even with um, the article that I wrote for The Guardian years and years ago, um, what inspired me was seeing, like, Black Brits do their own thing. What I was going to ask, actually, if you guys don't know, Rebecca um, wrote a
1: piece for The Guardian, it's something about being African in Australia and just, yeah, the naivety of it all. And I just want to ask you, first of all, how did you um, get approached, if you were, or did you submit that? And also, what inspired you to kind of write that?
0: I wasn't approached by The Guardian, actually. It was originally a, a little blog post that I decided to write on just on WordPress. Mm. Um And I don't know, I just wrote it after, like, being on Twitter and, like, a kind of venture into, like, the black British side of Twitter. And I'd been there for, like, the majority of that year, like, looking at Twitter. And they had these really amazing conversations about, you know, how different their experience is from the black American experience and, like, the little niches and little bits and bobs about being black Mm -hmm. and British. And so I, and it made me, it made me really realise that there is such, um, there really is an ability to write on a black experience and to think and observe a black experience that is so detached and different, like that is detached and different from the American black experience. So mm. it made me think of things in that way, and then I, and that's when I wrote the piece, like the blog piece, and then I was lucky enough to like have someone pick it up on Twitter and like say, hey, like I have contacts with the Guardian, we want to write, like wow. we want to publish a, a shortened down version of of this uh this piece. You how old are,
2: old are you? I was nineteen. Hey. Wow. Um, considering how long ago you wrote, it's so timely and also like the reasons and purposes you wrote, that was essentially why I started my blog Afro Eclectic, because it was like that was the time where blogs became a big thing and you were only seeing people from the UK and the US that were writing stuff. And so I kind of thought, Oh, this is really weird. Like there's a little bit of stuff happening, but the thing is we're not even part of the conversation. Like, we don't even get a piece in it. Um, and then it and then everything goes back to the continent. They
3: and don't so even was, know we exist
2: here. Bro. Exactly. So I was mm. like, I want to be a part of this because I want to be able to say that, hey, there's um, African Australians, mm. but then I'm also very aware that we're a very um, small community that's growing. And I remember yes. writing something about African Australians, and one of a good friend of mine sent me a message and she was like, I don't, think I appreciate you terming us as African Australian and I thought okay why let's have a conversation about it and then she was like well don't forget that you know there's so many of us like we're all from different nationalities and like it's better if we say like we're Ghanaian Australian um and be very specific and I'm like okay yeah that's fine but then I'm like but then we're we're not creating a sense of unity and I was Mm. like you know think of black British think of um African Americans like just saying that there's this sense of unity yes they're all different but there's this unified response but it was interesting because like when I wrote this when I wrote started writing that term that was maybe like what nine years ago and so it just that time it just didn't make sense because even me writing it it was weird because I was like am I even allowed to write this because I don't even think I can even t- make the term up. Like, I'm not even sure if it exists. I even I remember seeing a Wikipedia page that had African-Australian, but it, it mainly spoke to South Africans, like the amount mm. of South Africans that live in Australia. And then I think it spoke yeah. to the amount of Sudanese people, but it didn't speak about basically anything else. That's
1: been um, updated now because when we got the topic for this, I was like, oh, my gosh, what is, like, Does everyone, does anyone really acknowledge the term African Australian and like how new is it? What do we have on it? So I just did a little Google search and, like, yeah, I did see that a lot. Um, not a lot of it. I think it's it's definitely been updated. And they talked about how, you know, for example, they targeted, like, African students in, like, the 80s. I think that's how probably some of our parents, like, of, they specifically mentioned Ghanaian. Um, yeah. So how they migrated. And then they talked about the more recent wave from um, Sudan, um, Sierra Leone, um, and things like that. So, um, I was just going to say as well, just a tidbit of information: where we're basically is one point, I think, zero eight percent of the population. So, African Australians in, as a whole, yeah, African Australians as a whole, we're Whoa. very, very small. That's
3: a very so small number. That's really interesting. One percent of the population is literally like a, a smidgen. Um, Gillian, what you were saying about terms, though. We've, what do you guys think about what the real meaning of Black Australian is? Because I think we use African and Australian and Black Australian interchangeably, but they have two different meanings in Australia. Yeah, because yeah. of yeah. the
1: Indigenous
3: yeah um, mm-hmm.
1: people and Torres Strait Islanders, they and are, that's they identify themselves as Black as well. So
3: do you think we have like no right
0: to call ourselves Black Australians? I think we do have a right, quote unquote, but we have to understand that we're not the first ones to be to have anti-blackness and all of that to experience all that kind of stuff in this country because it's like this country is like based on their on their displacement.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I refrained from using that terminology because I didn't think at the time it was for us, and I really thought it was it was for the indigenous to claim and for them to keep that identity. And as what Rob was saying, it's true. Like as the, the community grows and it changes that term will probably change but at that time I just didn't think it was fair
0: yeah me neither because I've I, I have had friends be like no they're not black I'm not black I'm like okay but they might not be considered black in wherever you are right but they were labeled as black and harmed because of that label when this yeah. when all of this started yeah. so I can't really um who am I to say what they are or what they aren't
2: yeah, yeah. definitely so, I
0: mean yeah, it's definitely like a tricky topic like but um it's definitely something that I can't just say I can't ignore their their identity
2: yeah for sure um Oh, I have this weird story. So when I lived in London, this one time I went to church, and this girl sat next to me, and she introduced herself, and then she asked me where I was from, and I was like, "Oh, I'm from Australia." And then she looked at me with like eyes, and she was like, "Oh, I'm a teacher. You know, I read, and I know that they treat Aboriginal people badly. So, are you treated badly?" And I was like, "What?" Um, and then she said something along, and then I was like, "What?" I was like, "Okay, for starters, um, I I can't claim, I like I can't stand here and be like I know." Like, I obviously, I know the history of how they've been treated, but I can't claim anything because I don't know. Like, I don't know personally what they've experienced, Because right? you're you not tourist. Yeah, like, a I'm, I don't get it. And then she looked at me like, I'm wrong. Like, I am yeah. out there protesting with them. And then she was like, so where are you from? And I'm like, Ghana. And she goes, well, it's good you know your roots. Mind you, this girl has never been, like, she was, like, maybe 32 or something, had never been to Nigeria. And I was like, wait. And then I got really confused because I was like, I understand. Um, the history, and I stand with Aboriginal people in that sense, but who am I to now go and stand there and be like, we're all black together and we're being suffering together? Because 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 they experienced a different type of yeah,
1: Exactly, like I don't know
2: at all. And she was like, she was mad at me that I... I don't seem to be like, I don't know, 100% supportive and almost saying that I'm Aboriginal and black too. And I was like, okay, I'm really confused. And then I was like, okay, then there's a real importance of us. It's not that we're separating ourselves, but being distinct on like this is their experience, this is ours. Also, how do we come together and be as one as well?
1: So as one, I mean, that's a bit, I feel like there still should, if if we become lazy and label ourselves as black Australians, um, then I feel like it might be detracting from them and what they went through. Which is fair. I think I, think...
2: I think I'm more meant, like, us to not be, like, totally ignorant of the fact that they too are black. Like, because we also call ourselves black in a different context, right? And but I think so-
1: that's because of, don't you think that's because of the effects of African-American culture yeah, and things like that? That's the reason yeah. why we call ourselves just black. Because, honestly, I would my first identity would probably I would say I'm Ghanaian more than anything and then Australian and then black And it's only because um I feel like black is very very broad and that's like a whole topic in itself like we can't get into yeah, it, course, yeah, yeah well, today that's the thing is
0: like the, yeah cuz like it's race is such like a like a fluid construct then that's mm. what that's like I think you know what I Yeah, I think the the paradigm between like Black Australians and like sorry Black African like Africans and then like in Australia and like Indigenous people like it shows the like the the kind of fluidity of race and how race is is like like even though it's such a big part of how it's treated it's also very a very fallible concept like you can't mm. just say this is this and this is that and I think on another hand it's very ironic of like that British girl to 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 be so like come drum about. What she thinks, and when, when British people have been complaining since God knows when about Americans trying to force their ideas of race and Americans trying to be like this and Americans being ignorant towards them, you know? And I think that you, you can't, like, the big, big thing of, like, us, everyone forming these little identities, like, Black Australian, Black British, Black American, Black German, Black, we all we, we have to accept, even though we'll find whatever it is, that our experiences are going to be so different, regardless of yeah, yeah, like, sure. like, in terms of where we are. So, I don't know, that was a weird thing of your, that your... Yeah, your church. it was really like, weird. When you're overseas, um, like, G was,
2: what's something that you feel like really gives you away is like, being Aussie, apart from your Mine accent?
3: Minus your accent. Yeah. Your accent. Um,
2: you know what, Funny enough yeah accent for sure but when I a number of times I've been to Ghana I've like been on the street with a cousin or something and then someone's come up to me and been like you're from abroad but you're definitely not from the UK or the US like there's something about you (laughs) and then I've been like like I remember this one guy was like you're not you're not from one of those places where are you from and I said Australian goes yeah he's like I've met another Aussie and like just the way they are is different. Like, they're I so, the like, chilled. the way we present chilled. ourselves as well. Yeah, so chilled. And, like, one of my other cousins, I remember this one year when a group of us went and she was like, you guys are so different. Because when I think of people abroad, I think of, like, the, the people coming from Netherlands and Italy and America, and they're doing hey-hey with their designer glasses. and, <laughs> and I, Bottle <laughs> service. And then she goes, but then you guys, wearing your basic T-shirts and short shorts and looking like, yeah. like you don't even care about the world. Which I was which made me start thinking, it. oh. So I mean, the like, yeah, really but, and the laid-backness. Yeah, it, it actually, like, comes across when people, like, meet us because, like, it constantly happens. And then I've gone to, like, Asia where people have been like, oh, you're like Americans but not. And then we've said Australia is like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense because of, you seem so chilled and relaxed. So I think that's something that definitely comes out across. And not to be, like, oh,
1: standard, but I feel like, to be honest, like another word, what's another word for friendliness?
2: <laughs> yeah we're like open I think we're warm yeah we're
1: warm and there's like a certain like there's no standoffishness or it's
3: because I find that when I go to Ghana like black and this might just be a thing amongst girls who knows um I find that black British girls there will never want to hang out or even associate with people that aren't also black British or aren't a part of their clique mm. and I find that Aussie girls, mate, they will all just, I don't know. as long as you're black, they want to be your friend. Yeah. 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 I, I, I Madame it British. Depends, though. It depends yeah. though.
2: Um, just because like we just went to Ghana and like I have, I had one, well, one friend and then she introduced to us to so all her other friends and then we all met. But you had But a is that's because you but, had a connection? But do you know what? Yeah. Funnily enough, when, when I organised the tour and I told all these people to come, I actually didn't think that everybody would merge. Like, not that I thought the British side were bad. I just, in my mind, I just didn't, because in my head, I kind of think that they're standoffish. But I again, didn't that's think because they, were going they had a connection. I feel like yeah. Vanessa's speaking from a point where she actually didn't have no, anyone no, no. in particular. I'm not even saying a connection. I just thought, because really, this group hadn't met the rest of them, right? So in my head, I thought, these two groups are going to come together and we're going to be separate. Like, we're going to be the Aussie guys in this car. And the British did they know of part. you, yeah, but they all seem to gel, which I wasn't expecting because, in my head, I think British people are standoffish, mm.
0: yeah. I think, um, do you know what stands out about us? I think we dress really differently.
3: I agree. Actually. I think we
0: dress, I think we, we, we like, we don't have that flashiness, but I, I still think, honestly, a lot of us are quite chic, but not in that flashy way. Like we Half the time
3: because we don't know how to do it, but anyway. No, hey! I like, speak I'm for like, myself.
0: Here, like, this is nice. I feel like, oh yeah, you know, she wears you know, collots and you know, some seeds, some, you know, some seeds. Maybe zippers if you're feeling very bougie, but like yeah. we don't, we're not like it's we're not understated. out here in, like them, them fashion over <laughs> leotards and yeah. you know, like them weird, yeah. weird outfits. Like we're still wear like
2: I feel, and I'm just because when I
0: see some people from the other parts of diaspora, I'm like, mm, yeah, this is not. Not our, not our brand. Yeah,
2: that's, <laughs> that's That's actually really true.
0: I like it, though. I prefer it. I'm like, I don't feel the need. And even makeup, like, we really don't feel the that's need. That's what I was just to say. And are we like, oh, like, my God. Five-kilometer eyelash hunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hair it's and like, makeup. That's back to the moment. Well, partly the because of the fact that we well, hair partly because of the fact that we're so freaking deprived and we no one here knows how to, unless you're um, we go on YouTube and you come and uh, you melt our lace. No one really knows how to do it apart from a couple of things. But when I see other girls like that are black, British or um. Uh, American, African American mm-hmm. I see them with their them, it just looks like it's grown from the scalp all the yeah. All the oh while no. you
3: know that it's not we'll be wearing wigs where you can see the whole the lace <laughs> the and, oh, and it, the like I hate and it that. I hate it it's oh, so no, embarrassing that. but anyways what can we do, the price we pay for being for being here yeah. Yeah. and then like Absolutely.
0: sometimes even like the references like even in the, in the UK they call tomato sauce ketchup. So when I ask, what? Oh. Yeah, so like, when you say tomato sauce, they think you're meaning like pasta sauce. So if you ask like like tomato sauce, they like, what? It's sort of pasta joint. Like, so you have to <laughs> say ketchup everywhere. You go. I think we're the only ones who call tomato sauce tomato sauce.
3: Like, you know what's a giveaway everywhere. for me when I travel when the aussiness comes out. When I asked for chips and I ask, do you have chicken salt? I oh, know. Really. Oh, <laughs>
2: is it? Because there's like no chicken salt It anywhere. does not exist do you know yeah, anywhere yeah, yeah. but I Australia. The oh, to deal, like, on, but yeah. or, or or like chai lattes. Oh, like yeah. I London, they don't do chai hearted, latte. Like, yeah, like you know not everywhere it? does it. And so yeah. just asking, like I'd go to a place that wouldn't see it and I'd be like, oh,
3: there's no chai latte. What's going on? Gosh, I didn't know that. And banana bread. Hey, banana, oh, yeah, is banana scones, bread, that's scones with butter and
2: jam. And funnily enough, the banana bread that I found was, um. so at the church that I went to, they had it, but that's because the coffee shop was owned by a New Zealand and Australian couple. So they had banana bread and like Anzac cookies. And then they had like a store somewhere in a shopping centre and that's the only place I ever saw banana bread. Do you know
0: what it is, yeah, especially like certain things that we don't realise are very Aussie actually are like really yeah. Aussie. like. When, because I know, like, with the quiz earlier on, I was like, yeah, yeah, bloody earth, all of that. But certain words that are very normal to us, we realise how, we don't know how Australian they are. Mm. Like, I was, when I was seeing this Canadian guy a few years back and I was like, oh, I see doing that. He was like, what? Yeah, what's <laughs>
2: doing? That. doing that. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What? And we appreciate um, everything, though. And do and you like far like, out?
3: That's yeah, yeah they always like, die, I say die far, when you say so out.
2: much. And then, like when yeah. we went to Ghana, like every time, all the Aussies would say, it, "Someone would be like, oh my gosh, that word fire. out. What does the hell that mean?" Like, <laughs> like oh fire out,
3: far or saying or saying a or
0: hey at the end of a sentence, like oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
3: yeah. yeah, yeah. I hey. Nah, like, I love yeah, nah. I love yeah, nah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, nah, or not, yeah.
0: <laughs> <Same> <laughs>
1: I remember um, when I went to the UK for my cousin's wedding, um, we did something and then, I don't know, I think I've dropped something or I don't know, and I was just like, oh, yeah, she'll be right. And then they are like,
0: what? She'll be right?
1: And I'm like, no, she'll be right. Like, as in, it'll be fine. Like, come on, let's go. And then they're like,
2: what? I was like, oh, my goodness, wow. I didn't realise how, um, like, just the you know, poppers?
0: Poppers!
1: Oh, oh, yeah. okay. they
2: call them juice box. So I used to fight with my cousin's kid. I'd be like, oh, can you give me a popper? She'd be like, Auntie, what's that? And I was like, the thing you're holding. And she'd be like, nah, it's a juice box. And the two of us will fight and chips. They call them crisps. Yeah, they call them crisps. Oh, oh, and I say, oh, do me Let's chips. call them fries. Auntie, what are you talking about? We don't have hot chips. I just have crisps. I'm talking about your freaking chips in your hand. Wait, wait. Do you know
0: what finished that Canadian oi, oi. when he heard Golden Gay Time? <laughs> he was, like, really? was like what and then I told him the freaking the, the, the tagline for it's hard to have a gay time on your own he was, dead. <laughs> he was dead. like oh and I was, like, wow I never thought so- it was so normal to us I'm, That's but a yeah no. do, you know what,
1: do you know what else we have that I think people are just like we've gotten over it but coon cheese
3: I don't think anyone oh. realises
0: <laughs> that um, I that's coo. Oh, my God. like just a bank's tweet about it. It went viral. She went to a, what's it called? She went to a, a Woolies and she was like, fuck it, Australia's in my first face Oh, and she, I remember oh my uh, God. But I feel like it's, it's, went viral.
1: that's pure just, a bl- like, ignorance. They just have no idea. sometimes. Sometimes it's like, Yeah, the right. context is they different. They can't be yeah.
0: Cuz Finn is named after the guy who made it. He's after. made it. Koon. Yeah. His name is good. so it's like what can you do? <laughs> I know. They're not thinking <laughs> about how this is, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> a derogatory term but anyway.
0: What do, what do you think we had that they would envy? It's Actually, do silent. you know what?
2: This is this is this is a bit somber though. Um oh, right. my cousin called me this week and she was like, "Oh, I've been looking at houses in Australia and like she said it before but I thought she was joking she's like no I'm being serious and I was like why and then she looks at me and she goes I don't feel like during this COVID period they've been treating black people properly and you seem to be fine in Australia and so you know I've actually considered moving my family
3: from the UK yeah yeah I was actually
2: really shocked when she said that I was like oh and do, she's like, no, I'm do you know what is
0: though there's not enough of us yet to be treated badly I don't know if that makes sense like if really? you can you, okay, listen 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 if you see like in the uk obviously like they experience police brutality police b- being like um uh, singled out by police and obviously the same in the states um i think there's like for example Sudanese people experience that now because they're very numbers right there's mm. not enough of us for us to be considered pests quite yet and i think it might i mean we're lucky enough to be to be growing as a community in a time when people are becoming more progressive, obviously we're not—it's in the fifties. But I, it's it, it, it's 50 as opposed to whether our kids will have it better or worse. You know what I mean? I the don't know ones... because yeah,
1: like for example, where where west where West African you're from Ethiopia, if you go and ask maybe African Australians in Melbourne or Sudanese people in Melbourne when that whole African gangs you know thing just went out of control Control. like it was out of proportion where your mate what's his name Peter Dutton was saying rubbish (laughs) like people are afraid to go out at night because of the African gangs
2: yeah that kind
1: of shit is actually ridiculous especially given when the crime rate done by African gangs was so low and it was Mm kind of like it it was just like You know, I think every community, when they first migrate, especially if it's from, like, um, a refugee background or humanitarian background, it's kind of, like, not growing pains, but they always have that kind of, like, period of time when they're Mm. just trying to find their way and they're Mm. a little bit, But,
0: like, if you you look at those people, they started coming in the 80s, but the real big thing happened in the 2000s. Do you get what I'm saying? Like it was, it's like it reached. As far a, as we know, later maybe on. we
1: need to get them to oh, true, let true. us but know like, because the media.
0: That's what I was starting to You know
2: what I mean? Yeah.
0: So, I and mean, maybe, we've already reached our people. I'm just saying, I don't know if it, it might not be better or worse.
2: Yeah, I, mm, I've never thought of it like the way repers think of it. I've just thought that if anything is going to get better, because I think where people are being a bit more open and more progressive, and the way the internet is and stuff like that. And the people that are now migrating, it's not like it's not like they're they're coming because of humanitarian issues. It's a lot of people are migrating because they want to go to school. Or they they want a better or, life. Yeah, they yeah. want to work and stuff like that. Um, so I feel like that changes the landscape in Australia. But who knows what that looks like in ten years time?
0: But what so is different batches of us? I think come. Th- Come for different reasons, because most East Africans do come for humanitarian reasons, regardless of time. And you guys generally don't. So it's also the, the demographic, the demographic
3: yeah. of us is, is so different, you know. So, so what that. do you guys tell your friends that are not from Australia? What do you, how do you describe Australia to them? Nothing. I just tell them just come.
2: <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, because it's too much. It. Like I can't explain to you. because yeah, like, it's very like, When you look at the media, when you listen to, you know, the immigration policy, like. It just it just makes, like, when I lived in the UK, it was the time when they were saying, like, no boat no people. Boats. Yeah. So it just sounded like Australia does not let anybody in. So, like, when people would see me, it would be like, oh, my gosh, you're actually, a, like, you've been let out of the country and you can actually yeah. go back. Like, that was the kind of yeah. attitude, right? And people would be asking me, like, oh, my gosh, on the news, I heard this and this and this and this and this. And so then I'm just like, I can't even be bothered to even stand here and explain to you and then look like, you know, this like Australian pride kid who's just, who's just wants to be standing on a podium and yelling out to everybody that Australia's great. Like just come and experience. And you'll self. see it.
3: Yeah. I remember my friend who came, I think it's three years ago now or four years ago. Um, she came from the Netherlands to, to visit Australia and to this day, she has not stopped talking about it. Like, she wants to come and live here. And I didn't really even hype up Australia to her, apart from the weather, which we talk about in every episode. <laughs> apart from that, honestly, she just she just said, oh, I just want to come, came. Um, and she's lived in London. She's lived in Ghana. She's originally from Ghana. Came to Australia. We did Melbourne. We did Canberra. We did Sydney. And she just fell in love with the freedom, the weather, the culture, the people and she till this day is trying to figure out how she can come here
2: don't you think it's also the experience that you've like given her because you're her because because i realized like i've met i've met some people who they've like yeah it was all right when i went and then i've met people who've loved it because of they just happen to have a good experience that's true and then i also know when i tell people come because they know my personality and how i am then they're just like yeah i'm coming like my friend Mm. to come um, just before like this whole whole COVID thing kicked off, but she was like ready to come because you know she she's been my friend for years. Then we're in Ghana, she saw all these other people and she's like, all right, these guys are cool, right? Mm. Um, so I also think it also depends on who you who, get to, which I think with is
3: part of our cult, our Aussie culture that we were just talking about that's been like embedded in us the whole. We're very hospitable. I think that's a combination of Ghanaian oh. and yeah. Australian Yeah, yeah for um, sure. Um, yeah. and yeah, you're tr- that's right. Like I did want to show her a good time, but I think even with that, Gillian, I think that generally that's something else that maybe they would envy that we are so welcoming and hospitable. Like you go to yeah. the UK. I mean, apart from the fact that they don't have cars, no you one know, has you carry your to you, whole bro. luggage on the bloody <laughs> whatever that fucking line is called. Fucking pick a dilly
2: so, no one picked the you up. The blue line. Bro, oh, oh, I, I don't love.
3: have any SIM card, nothing. I have to call them from Ghana, meet me at this time, at this station. And, like, in the middle of the night, my poor uncle came and picked me up. Oh, it's just, and, like, I honestly think they would have just said, just come by yourself <laughs> if my parents didn't intervene. It's just not, it's not the culture for them to go out of their way. Mm, purely because it depends. It depends. Because,
2: like, I've been picked up. And there are times where I've caught the train, but that's because I've lived a couple of times, but I've been picked up sometimes.
3: I think Um, the general consensus is that they're not going to go out of their way. I
2: think, yeah, I think it's, yeah, because I have a a friend who she moved here and I went to pick her up from the airport, took her home, and then she looks at me and she goes, I love you, but I probably would have never done this for you. She's like, now I would. Yeah, yeah. She goes, she goes, she goes goes to me, she goes, you're different. She goes, I would have dropped her back, man. She goes, I would do this for you now because of what you've done for me. But but you wouldn't if, have thought yeah, to do it goes, before. Yeah, she goes. I don't. I don't think it would but have occurred to me. And then my other friend, my the other thing friend is, told me. Hey, Madam um, speaker. Go. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> and <that laughs> friend told me that she would give me. She would if I came to visit her. She would give me a tube map. She would tell like she go to me. Get a tube map. And this oh, is the stop. Help. And um like catch to here. And then maybe I'll come. See to that's the, that. Like, that's race rude. Kind Walk of me stays. for
0: myself. <laughs> do you know it is yeah. Because I think, so... first of all, British people are, like, so conscious of being a quote-unquote beg. And secondly, I think because they've been there longer, like because, like, that's the same with my cousins in um in the US. Like, they didn't really go out of their way. Like, I would have felt I would have gone out of my way. I think maybe they kind of, because they've been there longer, they kind of adopt the culture of where they are a little bit more of not being, being more Western and just not being as hospitable.
1: I don't know, I'm just but guessing. this goes back to... You know how in our first couple of episodes we're talking about the fact that in Australia we kind of, like, take pride in having, like, a little bit of leisure and, like, having that mm-hmm. time for ourselves, like, we're doing recreational things and everywhere, like, London, New York, they're all rat races, go, go, go. It's just work home, work home, work home when we try and have, like, more of a work-life balance. Could that be the reason why Do they also me? don't yeah. think, oh, yeah. I don't have, like, they're thinking,
3: like, I don't have time for that.
1: Mm, they don't have an hour like,
3: to spend yeah come to really spend two to come, hours yeah really. in between
1: that's their true. sixteen ships, you know so <laughs> I'm just true. like mm, I feel like that's probably part of their culture more so as um as like uh black Brits or african Americans yep. and I mean like yeah, African Americans okay. as in like ghanaian in this instance
3: because we're talking about relatives and stuff like that
2: mm-hmm. but
3: yeah, what parts are we jealous of then?
0: Access, to anything. <laughs>
3: access. Yes.
0: Come on,
1: somebody come and milk my wig, please. <laughs> Having this net
0: just hanging from my forehead, man. Yeah, but you know that's like I don't feel like it's, I'm not. Super, <laughs> I'm not super stressed because I feel like it will come with time. But I'm. It, it will. Like, no, we've been here no. since when we were we were born here since when we were born eight eighties. Wigism was born wigology, in eighties. Wigism, wigology is only recent. You know what I mean.
1: No, nah, but we're behind, regardless.
0: A we're
1: so, so behind. Even so decades, behind. Because excited. how long has? has we're w- decades, w- no. even centuries. No. What are <laughs> you we're
0: So extra.
1: But how long has this been going on? Literally, like this melting of wigs, slang of wigs. This has been going on for a good seven, eight years. I True. reckon. True. So where there's only probably one person I can think of that just mm. recently started. And it's very it. expensive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 Very expensive.
3: Oh, so,
1: just jealous of them. Calling.
3: I'm jealous of them, man. Oh. Oh. <laughs> just, they're all mate. with their with their with their just their trousers, not trousers. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What, what, uh, what are you track about? Suits, and the 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 ones that look like bums. Those are the ones that always look beautiful. I don't <laughs> understand. <not> <laughs> the roadman. That's it. Road <laughs> man, that's oh, my you're actually not correct. <laughs>
0: That's
2: my that. That's my, tie. my tie. <laughs> <laughs> They're too They're tricky
0: for to my liking. Like, they do too much.
3: And they movie, do, but I mean,
0: i being different, but
3: <laughs> they just thought they have got more availability. Yeah. The range yeah.
2: and availability. Range.
3: Um, variety.
2: Variety. Do um, you know what I'm envious of? Um, the
3: arts and the creative as well for me.
2: Yeah. That too, but also like,
3: Diversity in terms of like what everybody does,
2: and mm. like so many of them. So like, um you mean us
1: all only doing nursing? Is that what you mean? I didn't
3: want
2: to. I didn't want to put say. it that way. But <laughs> yeah, like if I think of my industry, I don't know many black people that are in it here at all. Mm. But then if if you told me to mention all the friends that I know in the UK that are in it, I could I could name a whole bunch of them. Right? Yeah. Um, because recently I was, I was thinking about something. Like, I was thinking about digital and, oh, actually, my annoying manager, she was saying to me how she really wanted to be, like, an inspirational, like, mentor to me in, like, being a, a woman and in digital. And I just thought in my head, me personally, I don't want you to be that person. And but I, I, her wish her. I wish <laughs> that there was a black person, yeah. right? Like, I wish mm. there was a black woman or a group of black people or, like, men, whatever. Yeah that I could like at least go to rather than have mm. her because you're not the person that I want like I want to look up to like yeah, you' definitely I not right that. so yeah, so I, I miss like I'm envious of not different industries having like circles of people that we can like yeah. In into yeah definitely you know, again, because I know yeah. because that's important for me I like actively go and access it and I do have you know black people that I can have those kind of conversations with but it'll just help if we just communally in our different divisions we yeah, have or
0: like even like, being have like a black friend in the office so I could make black friends yeah like that's a myth for me.
1: yeah
0: even like right you know,
1: yeah. like, that's exactly right
0: such a myth like even in like what's it called like I work in retail so the thing is we're just so sort of few and far between it's just like it's hard and I
2: think it makes it makes such a difference like when I worked I worked for a particular startup and there was a black girl who sat opposite me and originally we didn't mm. start talking and then we started talking and like it made my whole work experience different until this day she's still my friend like she messaged me last week and we can still have conversations about, like, work and our industry and stuff like that. And it's like we totally get each other on that level. But I don't know many that I could do that with here. I think that will also come with time, though, because, again, there's not many of us.
1: True. And the ones that are here, I mean, I don't mean to bring up nursing again, but, look, a lot of us do do nursing at the end of the day. Um, but I think there's been attempts, like, You know they had um, United as one, which I think was for African professionals and things like that. No, they still have APA. Can you elaborate on that, actually,
2: (laughs) please? So, So, African professionals Australia. Yeah, so they still have that, and that's like the core base comes out of Perth. So it seems like Perth that's alive and kicking. They still have it in Sydney, but there's there's something about it that not all of us seem to be engaged.
3: It just seems to be like a little like a elitist group. It's not like accessible to to everyone.
2: And then United as One is something that Nick started with, S, with Sounds of Afrobeats and that was kicking off, but then I don't know what happened. To it. Like, I don't know why.
3: Our problem stopped. is consistency in this in yeah, this country as well. Yeah, we don't prob- stay consistent yeah. with things because I think we expect for it to blow up as quick as it does if it was to be in exactly. America or uh, the UK, but it's, yeah, we- you just kind of have to keep doing it, keep going. Yeah. We may not see the results of the things we're starting up now for another I don't know, decade or something.
2: It's also also hard work, like, to maintain It is. is When I think of Junada as one, Nick was the only person doing it and constantly, like, no one was putting their hand up to be like, I'll take over this, I'll take over that, you know. Or I'll help at least. Yeah, Yeah, so I think that was really hard because I even think of, like, when I did Eclectic, I was, like, I'm so big on collaboration and I was dying for other people to come on board and help kick it off because me by myself. I couldn't okay. do it. But people mm. just didn't have the same drive or vision. Like they probably mm. just thought, oh, it's something that Gillian started and she wants the glory for. It. But really I just, that wasn't in my mind. It was, I knew that collaboration would make it bigger and better. In same with like, me. Art, yeah, that's turn it into something
3: great. But same with me. say, say it out loud. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, no. Collaboration. I think that's the only way we're going to be able to keep building and create our culture that yeah. we keep we keep yearning for is collaborate. Because there's so many little pockets of people doing things, things but we're so all doing the crazy. same we're all we all have the same mission and we're and all fighting for the brain, same yeah. the same group of people so it's just collaborating yeah. just, collaborating. And you, see, and you, see and like, you see stuff come sorry, up you see stuff come up you like yeah, another, another one, yeah, one.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say that insane. a lot of
3: Australians don't even oh African Australians, we don't all the content or projects that we we think about they don't actually know they need it yet they may yeah. look back and they'll yeah. see the blueprint they'll see um, Rebecca's piece, they'll see um, Afroeclectic, they'll see Say It Loud, whatever it is. They may not see the value now, but mm. later on it will be. Are there any, like, weird or funny things you guys did growing up, just to try to, to kind of emulate other cultures? So, did you ever force a fake American accent? Some guys still do this, no bad. naming yeah. or shaming. Uh, or Aussie rappers, to to you know, myself. claiming that they grew up in the hood. Oh, there were heaps Bruh. of them. I did...
0: Do you know what I did do though? When I was like in E one, I used to tell everyone that um the black one saddle club was my cousin.
3: <laughs> oh, oh my <laughs> god! That's
0: hilarious. hilarious.
3: I wonder where she is nowadays. That is hilarious. Oh, <laughs> oh so my
0: kind of. gosh. She, she works so in funny. New York and just in PR now. The actress. She's like, oh, wow. wow. You yeah. fully know as well. Wow. Yeah, I know yourself. I, so I know I, what you have awesome does. <laughs> yeah, you know. Family
2: oh, times. Right? Um, yeah, I did that. <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't write out K one, back in the day. But I, was, I remember was this one one particular song that they did, and they were talking about growing up in the ghetto. And I,
3: I remember being like, "What? Like, Liverpool and Preston? What ghetto is there? Like, I don't even get it. You're really <laughs> outing you
2: right right out of
3: right now. Damn.
2: I love you boys, but still, I just, I, just, I used to get, I know, I'm not gonna lie, I used to get so frustrated when I'd see them like with fake American accents and stuff like that. And it's funny because I, I had a conversation with one of them recently was like, we didn't know, like, we didn't know any better. Yeah, <laughs> but for me, for me growing up, it just seemed crazy in my head that you'd be walking around with fake American accents and rapping that yeah. you, you grew up in the ghetto, like down in slums. And it's like, yeah. you, know, you what, grew up yeah. in some new estate in Preston. I don't understand that. It was like a lot of the guys were doing it. It was a lot of the like, yeah. oh sweetie,
0: sweetie, what are you doing? And yeah. I think maybe it's the music they listen to. I don't know. It's just a bit. It's just yeah. It was just it The fact yeah. And I feel
1: like they also because again, apart from being um African, like the the culture and um the dominance of African Austra- I'm sorry, African American culture. Is just so prevalent. Like, they couldn't, I feel like they just gravitated towards it because obviously they see people that look like them.
0: The closest um, thing they have.
1: Yeah, it's the closest yeah. thing they have. And like to think, oh, maybe I should just be myself and make my own, maybe was foreign to them. But like, you see the niggas wearing Timberlands in like 40 degree days. It's like, well, <laughs>
0: You know, the XXL shirt. Yeah, it's, it's not for us. us. And all that But uh,
1: it's okay. Sleep,
0: but, um, right. but
1: now there's a new generation of rappers that are fully embracing their little American, um, sorry, Australian twangs and whatnot. Be wise. He it. sounds Aussie AF. Yeah. Love it. It. It, it sounds amazing. so good. So it's it's good that we're kind of um seeing like, look, we can't just be emulating what people are doing overseas. We need to find our groove, whatever that is. If that's just being me, that's what I'm doing. And going out there and doing it because... Or that, you know, yo-yo stuff wasn't working before. So you just do you and these things are. Now look at Be Wise look at Mountain Cliffs, They're picking yeah. off and they're just doing what they do as African-Australians. So it's yeah. good to see that. At the other,
3: and there's other actually side a lot well. more artists that we don't know about that are actually Yeah, it. It's yeah. crazy. I just randomly pop up and see them. I'm just like, wow, it's just like, wow. Everything is just time, I guess. Yes, yeah.
1: that's right. Is there any other artists um, that are African-Australian that you guys are kind of keeping an eye on or looking out for that you think oh wow they're they're doing big things or they've grown uh, up. Sampa the Great. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, also there's TK oh my gosh I've forgotten how to pronounce her last name. Um, I think she's from Western Australia rapper. Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
2: there's also Fami. Kwame. Kwame yeah the real change.
0: Fami. Handy Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. kid named um, Baro in Melbourne. Baro, he's an Ethiopian uh, guy. He's oh. on the SoundCloud or oh, whatever. What does he do? <laughs> Rap, He's a rapper. Posika. She makes music. I told you <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Who? Did my friend. That's terrible. Yeah, because she's still
3: we're still begging her to give us more content. Yeah,
0: but she's she has, amazing. Like, she has like covers and stuff on SoundCloud. So yeah. Oh, beautiful. She was on The Voice, if you guys don't know, in 2016. Oh, or okay. 2017,
1: 2017. Sorry. You guys are all creatives and stuff, but just to go a little bit off track, but um, when I started seeing um, Nyon, Nyon, the Sudanese lawyer, on like um, Insight, and there's this other uh, drum yes. on ABC. Like, I was yep. really excited about that because she wasn't just talking about, like, oh, African-Australians and Sudanese and, like, stuff like that. She was talking about fiscal policies and she was talking mm. about, like, um, recent government initiatives that are going out. So the fact that there's just her in her skin talking about Aussie things yeah, and not definitely. necessarily about refugees or anything like that, yeah. that was
2: really, really yeah. good to see. Like, I really love that.
0: I
1: think even um, last week I saw yeah. a
2: post by her about... Like working from home and like how this new normal um, is occurring and stuff like that, which I was like, oh, that's really different to what I generally see you talk about. Like you're talking about something that we're really all experiencing at home and stuff, yeah. which I thought was pretty cool. And
0: I really, I, I, I love that because it's like it's not every time like identity, like it's not, like let us just be ourselves as a whole. Exactly. Yeah, ourselves. it's an really important thing to not get pigeonholed because that's that's bad as well.
1: Yeah, I feel like Australia does do a little bit of, you know, I don't know if it, this is in a word, but tokenism, like there's always like a token, like they feel like they have to throw in like, I'm not saying that oh, this is a bad lead, but I'm saying that sometimes that that can occur where like people are in certain spaces and it's like. oh They expect you to talk
3: it. on behalf yeah, of Yeah, on behalf of everyone. And, and it's just, I just, oh,
1: it just irks my nerves because we're existing as Australians that have African, mm-hmm. we're just, you know, African background. So I feel like that the emphasis on, on having those kinds of people just talking about normalised shit is just, yeah, what we need to push in the right direction.
3: I think that wraps it up quite well. I think this is a, a topic we could probably expand on further. Yeah. And we'll talk days, about forever. Huh? Yeah, for days. We've got a lot, a lot to dissect. But... I think it's safe to say what we all love, Australia. Yeah. We yes. oh, with this. Is, I know, I right? I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm half that. actually I block block. British, actually, I, know. I live I there. I've there for like four years. That's I so me. And I didn't even say anything. Yes, I your I didn't said said anything. anything. Your face exactly. said it all.
1: Your face said it all. I didn't say yeah, it because we thinking. took a screenshot.
3: Gonna Whatever. Whatever. No, we love it. She loves it. You would tell her. I, t- I think we are talking about Ghana or something. You're like, nah, I like my lifestyle here. So yeah. <laughs> you love it here more than all of us. Sh- I style. know. Exactly. She's <laughs> at <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> <Exactly. laughs> <Exactly. laughs> every sound of Afrobeats event. Yes. Of it's it's here and there. and there. I don't know what she's
0: talking about, mate. So that wraps up the very latest episode of your favourite podcast, Foot Foot Tips. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you again for all those questions in our Curious Cat. Please keep them coming. Ask as many as you want. Because we're going to get to them in another episode. If you want to read that article in the Guide, in, uh, of mine that everyone was talking about it's going to be in like in the link in the bio in the description and probably going to be um, on our insta soon as well so thank you again for listening and we'll see you guys later bye bye
3: bye, bye. hey it's v again and for black excellence today we're looking at studio Badu in melbourne founded by ghanaian australian Eden in 2013 The studio is a multidisciplinary space that seeks to push brands forward with services in graphic design, copywriting and extended visual communication. If you want someone who gets the culture and brings your vision to life, Studio Badu is for you.